everyone is doing well. I, um, it's Sunday, October 4th, <laughs> uh, and, um, I am leaving, I'm leaving for, um, India in two days. <laughs> so, um, I thought I would tell you, I would talk a little bit about my trip to India. Um, so that's what this podcast is about. Um, but before that, I wanted to say thank you to everyone listening. Um, thank you for subscribing. Uh, you can subscribe at Marisol's podcast stories from a midlife crisis on iTunes that would be lovely um, if you think someone would enjoy my musings on my <laughs> midlife crisis <laughs> please share um, thank you for also liking my um, Facebook page which makes me cringe when I say it because I don't I'm it's very difficult for me to self-promote um, but I do enjoy doing this. I do, um, I've gotten really great feedback. I'm, I'm going to work on figuring out a format. Um, someone has offered, oops, I hope that, <laughs> some, I hit the microphone, that's what the oops was for. Um, someone's offered to, or someone's offered their son <laughs> to be, clear to write some intro music for me, maybe intro, exit, and um, so that's exciting. Uh, this is self-produced, non-profit, it's me and a mic, and my Mac, and um, I, I, so I, I just want to say I am listening to the feedback, the, the feedback's, you know, been about format, a um, lot of discussion about linear versus radial talking and um the best way I can say it is you know people fall in two camps they want one camp wants me to be wants me to be more structured maybe more scripted um more rehearsed and the second camp is go with the flow um talk about what you <laughs> you feel like um and then a so there's that so I, I think I need to f figure out a happy medium there um, I do take notes I do have notes um, unfortunately I just don't talk that way <laughs> I go in circles um, but generally I have a point you know and this I knew this podcast was I I knew with this trip coming up that this is what this podcast was going to be about but I didn't know what I was going to discuss so, um, I, I have to give you some backstory on a couple of things before we get into the meat of the, um, podcast, which is about my trip to India. Um, and it, it you know, I'm going to talk about spirituality again, <laughs> which, um, you know, maybe that's part of my midlife crisis. I don't know. Um, but some backstory. I have to give you two backstories. I have to give you a backstory about um, 
my yoga practice, which is an Ashtanga practice, and um, some details about this trip, <laughs> and then sort of my realization that, anyway, that maybe I'm putting some big expectations on this trip, or that I'm really honestly scared to death of not going <laughs> uh, for many reasons. So, you know, people, when, I mean, I've been planning this for most of this year, really, and it's, <laughs> you know, a, a common comment would be, oh, that's your eat, pray, love. And now, like two days before I'm leaving for this trip, I'm like, you know, if this was really my eat, pray, love, I would be choosing to go to Italy <laughs> or Bali first. Um, and this is what I knew this podcast was going to be about because when people say, oh, your vacation or, or um, reference it in that light, it's, I'm like, oh, no, no. Like, it's, I don't know what it is, but that's not what it, it. So let me back up. Um, if I am completely honest with myself, if I <laughs> had unlimited resources and someone said, list the top five places you would go on vacation, not before I started studying yoga would India be in the top 20 places that I would want to go. Um, to me, vacation is um, a pina colada facing the water. Um, I don't know. Culture, different cultures, different. Oh, I guess it's a it's a completely different culture. But I don't know. I like, I don't know. I'd want to go to Paris, even though I've already been. It's my favorite place in the world. Or. I'd rather go to Italy, which I've never been to, and have always wanted to go. Um, gosh, Greece sounds lovely. <laughs> Probably very cheap right now. Anyway, if I was being completely honest, India would not be where I would choose to go on vacation. I, I Honestly, between those three options in, in the book slash maybe Eat, Pray, Love, Bali would be first, or maybe, no, maybe Italy. I don't know. I'd be, but India would not. Um... But then, I think, I feel that things kind of, you know, this is going to, gosh, this is going to get, you know, I don't know what the word is, yogi-ish, <laughs> um, but I kind of feel like it's the trip I'm supposed to be taking, and I think other people have felt that and articulated that to me, and I don't understand, but I'm starting to get it now that I'm literally two days away from, from going on this adventure, um. But so I have to tell you a little bit about my practice. That's the pitter-patter of my sweet little puppy, Hope. Um, she's going to be a constant guest on the <laughs> podcast. She's a sweet little dog. Um, we adopted her around Christmas time. And I think it was the year that my, the first year that after the divorce. So basically my kids could have asked for anything and they would have got it that Christmas. And um, her name was Hope, so I was like, of course we have to get her. 
then about probably two weeks after we adopted her, she got this um, horrific skin condition that basically makes her smell like death. <laughs> it's just really, it's just awful. So, but it, it sometimes it, it's not, it's seasonal. It's not all the time, but it's a poor little thing. But her and I have, uh, have definitely had an evolving relationship, but she's a sweet dog. Anyway, that's her in the background. Um, okay, but back to this trip. So, uh, so I was telling you, I'm more of a, a Marriott spa package. Um, gosh, mimosa kind of vacationer <laughs> than a what is it, the second most crowded country in the world, um, the, the poverty, um, the stories of, uh, crime and attacks on, uh, women, it's, you know, it's, it's a country that when, I, I just, it wasn't a desire I've ever had to go. I, like, I don't know. Um, up until the point I started to practice Ashtanga. Maybe even before, because I know where I used to practice, um, they have a, um, a program where they go, they take people to India. It's more, it's a service project for um, an orphanage, orphan, orphanage, orphanage. It's called, um, um, gosh, Hope of home of hope orphanage, and um, help uh, just oh that's my puppy I'm sorry um, help little girls who have found themselves in in situations you just can't even imagine so it may you know I'm I'm just saying when I heard those stories or I heard about that um, organization I did maybe think oh maybe that's something I'll do one one year. Um, and I, I did see people that went on that trip, or know of people that went on that trip that really did come back in love with India and in love with the whole experience. And you see it in their face. They, you see it when they talk about India, that it's something special to them. All that still being said, <laughs> it wasn't a place I would... <laughs> um, I'm scared to go. And I don't know if this comes from a complete, you know ignorance but I, I I'm scared of the uh, of smells I'm I have an incredibly incredibly sensitive sense of smell that um it sort of it happened when I was pregnant with my twins but it was like I got a superhuman strength of you know sense and anything that's anything of any strength triggers migraine so, I, so that's a fear I've got the poverty is a fear I got the getting lost the um. Yeah, I have to pack. Anyway, but that that goes into more detail. Uh, um, up until y yoga, did, was India on my radar? But still, if it was on my radar, it's kind of like you know, yeah, maybe ten years from now, maybe when all my kids are out of school, it's a trip that you know on my bucket list. It's still, <laughs> I never had a sense of like India's calling, ever. Um, till till recently, but um, and I'll tell you about it. And that's what this podcast is actually what I'm trying to tell you about. 
So, um, somewhere very early on in the, oh, I gotta tell you about yoga, I'm sorry, back, back up. So this particular style of yoga for, I'm gonna try to tell you about it as, without, as quickly as possible. One day I would like to delve into it more, but I need more of an expert on it to discuss it with me than I, I'm a student of it, I'm not a teacher of it, um, but it's a shtanga, it's a shtanga practice, and I, I, it's been about two years, um, a little over two years that I started practicing Ashtanga. It's a lineage practice, um, and in relation to India, it has a very specific uh, tie to India. We have two types of practices within Ashtanga. It's a Mysore practice, which is named after a place in India, Mysore, where this practice was born um, and guided. Guided is more, it, you know, is a group of people getting together at the same time, being led by a teacher's, uh, oops, sorry, breath count. Um, something similar to what you would experience in a yoga class here in uh, the United States, but a look, <laughs> but it's also different. Um, it's different. We have an opening chant and we have a closing chant, and, and that's where um, where I think Ashtanga. Ashtanga sort of led me to this path of um, rediscovering, or discovering, I, I, I would call it rediscovery to be honest, of any relationship to spirituality. Um, when I was, okay, when I was about Five, five or six. I was. My parents were still married, so I know we lived in New York. It's one of the earliest memories I have. Um, to, it was a conversation I was having with my mom in her room, um, and two things happened in that conversation. It's the first time I ever heard about <clears throat> astrology, and my mom telling me that. Um, I was a cancer and I remember just being really upset that I would of all the signs that that was my sign because it, it you know had such a cancer in my head had a negative connotation with illness and sickness so I was like oh um I don't know why I remember that there's no significance <laughs> to me sharing that but that's I do remember that and then it was um I don't know why I guess because I've probably been an emotional person my whole life though I shut it off for most of my life but or maybe inquisitive or I don't know what the fuck you want to call it but I asked my mom I'm like do you love me more than God and um I remember my mom's reaction she put her hand to her chest kind of like inhaled a little bit took a breath and um she said no it's like you love God first. God is the first that you love. Um, 
Now my five-year, six-year-old self, however old I was, was completely crushed. And that was, you know, that's the, <laughs> the beginning of my, that's the beginning of my relationship, my very complicated relationship with God and spirituality. So it's not a great start, right? But I want to, before I delve in, into that a little bit more, I want to go back and before painting my mother as this, you know, horrible Joan Crawford kind of character, which she definitely has shades of, um, but if you have the perspective of history and compassion and you look back, you look back at her story, that was in our, that's what we were taught, that was our culture, that was our religion, you know, um, it was a fear, you know, it's, you love God first, and, um, ignorance really too I think but anyway I, I don't want to paint her as this harsh horrific character because that's it's not the point of this podcast but I was just kind of giving you the genesis of my really my complicated relationship but you know I'm just saying don't judge my mom too harshly because being one of 12 from Honduras um you know she um, she was repeating what she was taught. So anyway, going back to me, <laughs> so that was my beginning with God, and and I've done other podcasts about my complicated views on spirituality and so on. But um, there was a time when I was so in that period of time we were Catholic, we were raised Catholic, and now I'm going to swim back to to Ashtanga when I kind of started to have this, um, when my practice became something more than physical exercise, when it turned into something, um, was more spiritual, is when I started <laughs> to feel the familiar, familiar, familiarity of my Catholic upbringing, which I was, <laughs> I was raised Catholic, went to Catholic school, um, but the things that I loved about it, and I, it, in the Ashtanga practice, we do an opening chant, we do a closing chant, and I, I <laughs> so sorry, <laughs> again, that's how, um, I was very resistant to the chanting when I first started doing Ashtanga, um, I was, I was not, I, you know, they, I didn't think of it as a spiritual practice. I didn't know that's what I was looking for. I knew I was looking for something more out of my practice, but I didn't couldn't articulate what it was, and I thought I'd give Ashtanga a chance, and I did find it there. Um, and when I, day after day, would put my hands together in, you know, a very familiar um, hand position, you know, the one in front of your chest, it looks just like a altar boy, and when, when I added meditation into my practice and mala beads, that totally, that was like, oh, this is, this is, it was, I remember the Apostles' Creed, I remember the Hail Marys, I remember the Our Fathers, and that repetition, <clears throat> I, I, I missed that, you know, <laughs> I, I, what I wanted to say right now is called zoning out, but like meditating, like I just, it was 
the I don't know. I just I didn't know that I missed it, but I missed it. And um, but you know, my views with Catholicism are very complicated. When my brother, well, you know, back up. I went to Catholic school, and so I've already you know I'm already kind of mad at this God <laughs> for you know taking my mother's love or being first in my mother's love than I was then you know my home life isn't so great so kind of like mm, you know <laughs> again kind of like put that on him and um and then my mom you know my, my brother passed away when I was nine and you know, my mom went through and just all these changes and she went very fundamentalist Christian and I was young and I had to be with her and um, you know the things I think about you know in the the sermons I heard and <laughs> it and then counter that with what my home life was like it was just like I just didn't want any part of this God and then especially when you study the old testament then it's like well god I don't want to be offensive right now but you know my inner dialogue was like this guy's awful like <laughs> why would you do this and I, I just I the the whole and I say plural religions that I grew up with none of them um just felt true to me <laughs> so Somewhere along the way, I can't remember a moment, I can't say exactly when, but I just was not a believer. I was like, mm, no. And I, for many years, my 20s, 30s, it's not something I really discussed. I, I didn't go, when I had my own life to myself, I didn't go to church. And, um, I, but I didn't discuss it. It wasn't, I just, I don't know. I, I was, I, <laughs> I guess I would be called more agnostic in that period. I didn't, it wasn't necessarily that I was out there. I certainly believed that there was nothing, but um, it's kind of what I probably, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. But then I got married and still, you know, married someone where we kind of agreed, had the same um, views about religion and about how we were going to raise our children, which <laughs> um, I have two of the most outspoken atheists. No, actually, I think one's moving towards agnostic right now. But, um, you know, I, I raised them to... I, I was the mom that said, study all the religions, <laughs> interchange, interchange my vocabulary to say religion with um, mythology. And, and that's what I taught them. Why? <laughs> um... If not directly, definitely by by just the way we lived our lives. Um, didn't go to church, though. Ironically, they were exposed to in preschool. Um, I think one of my kids, yeah, <laughs> um, went to one, and that actually created a lot of conflict because I actually had to go to a therapist appointment with her because she was getting this one and and one story. We, you know, which we signed up for, so, <laughs> and, um, a different story at home, and it wasn't congruent, she had some confusion with that, and we, 
had to go discuss it and discuss her feelings about it. And um, and then I also I learned that I I you know I couldn't answer the question when my daughter asked me. And again, she's nine, so she's the age that I was when my <laughs> whenever I was already having thoughts about religion and past life and questions about what I was being taught and what I was living. So, you know, she's funny how that works, how life works out that way. So even, I'm already studying at Strong at this point when this happens with my daughter, but um, I couldn't answer the question. I couldn't say what I believe in. And, you know, I used to say things as simple as I believe in being good. I believe in being honest. Like just the, you know, and I still believe in all that. I don't think it's that complicated. Um, and if you step away from my, this is my personal opinion, all of the different um, teachings, they all basically, you know, say the same thing. And it's love and kindness, compassion. Um, anyway, I don't want to stray too much into it, but... So I've had this complicated, conflicted relationship with religion, God, and spirituality. Um, and then probably within the last year, I'd say within the last year, I've gotten more comfortable. I've gotten to a point where I don't feel my chest completely constrict on me when I use the word spirituality. Um, I'm a little bit more comfortable with my kids seeing that aspect of me um okay which then takes me back to this trip so um in my practice in ashtanga practice um it's not a requirement it's not i don't i don't i don't know how to explain it but the people that teach it at least i would say if not all, I don't know if it's a goal, but it's it's to go study in Mysore in at um, one of two different shalas there, and um, where I am in my life, or, or with three small children. Um, I just didn't think going was something that was going to happen. Um, I was never, uh, not never, but it would be many years down the line before I would be able to go to it, to, to practice with um, this teacher. And something, <laughs> so this trip comes up, and this trip is, it, it's not in Mysore, it's, it's a yatra, it's a trail or a pass, or, I don't know, it's, we're going to go see many different holy temples and this river um, and special holy sites and and, and do the practice and, and practice. Um, but when I signed up for it, I, I didn't read the I I just was like, oh, I can do this. I can. It was reasonably priced. It's India. <laughs>
podcast listeners are fans of dogs. <laughs> um, so when this trip first came up, I, I, it was sort of like, oh, wait, it's 12 days. That's pushing it. But if I get my ex-husband to watch the kids, you know, I can do this. And, um, I don't know. I, I didn't, I didn't even know about the holy temples. I didn't know about the river. I didn't read the, I didn't read the stuff. I was just like, yeah, I'll go. And, um, when I cleared the dates and mentioned it to people, and it was funny because people would look at me and they're like, this is going to be your e pray love. And I didn't understand. I, it's not that I didn't understand what they meant because I'd read the books and stuff, but in my head it was still like, I'm just going to, you know, it's just, you know, going to go practice it with someone other than my teacher and, um, or with the leading guy, but it was about my practice. I wasn't, I didn't think this was any kind of, um, spiritual trip. Then as we got closer and I, you know, started talking to, um, other people that I know going and paying attention to the packing list and is when I started like, oh, wait, oh, oh, this is, this could be, you know, a little rougher than I'd first imagined. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm putting too much expectation on the trip, but I kind of feel like, Almost like I'm looking for closure on so many, so many things, things on my past. Simultaneously, I feel like I feel like I have found grace, grace, or God, God. That also kind of like solidifying that even a little bit more. Like I, you know. I'm still, I'm still there, my inner dialogue sometimes is still that um, non-believing, almost mocking atheist. So when I hear about a oh, river that has healing powers, I don't think, oh, yeah, <laughs> let me jump in. I don't. It's not... But hey, I'm gonna go give it a try, and and I'm I'm scared either way. I'm scared if it does, you know, change me in some way, and I'm also um, nervous if it doesn't. So, <laughs> but I think I'm totally overthinking it. Which I know I am because that's what I do. I overthink shit all the time. Um, but I do. I do feel like this trip is, I don't know, something greater than me. Some some life-changing adventure that I'm meant to be on. I, I hope. And... Um, I don't know, but I'll talk about it when I get back, and I'll tell you all about it, and tell you about the festivals, and 
Maybe you can help me figure it out. <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening. Um, again, please subscribe on Marisol's podcast, Stories from a Midlife Crisis. <laughs> um, please like my Facebook page. I really hate asking that. Like, I, I it makes me cringe to self-promote so that's really hard for me so if you could actually take the time to do it that would be lovely um and also please um on my facebook page um you can message me or you can email me at marisol marisols m-a-r-i-s-o-l-s podcast i should probably look that up Okay, don't email me. <laughs> but on my Facebook page, uh, any comments are welcome. Any suggestions um, about the podcast, I appreciate, or anything. Um, and what else? I got nothing. So I don't think I can't podcast. I'm not taking my mic with me, and I don't have anything in the can. So um, I will be taking a break for... Uh, a few weeks and but I'll be back so um, happy October enjoy it favorite month favorite holiday Halloween is my favorite holiday um, wait actually it's probably the only holiday that I like <laughs> so um, if you're in the Joaquin's pathway I hope um, you're staying indoors off the roads and safe and 